0: Over my soul, oh my soul will sing. You brought, you brought, you brought me, me over, over. My. oh my soul.
1: that we might be able to say something amen, amen. that will make a difference in someone's life. And, Father, as we go forward in our service, just ask that you would anoint these voices, that you would let them sing to you so that you can reach us to them. And the man that will stand at the sacred desk, Heavenly Father, bless him. Allow him to open his mouth and you speak for him, Lord, in your Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Watch over them, him and first place. as yes, they travel around them to get him in safety with no hurt, harm, or danger coming to us. Heavenly Father, that Your presence.
0: アーメン<音楽> i <laughs>
1: The service, you are welcome to give in your tithe and your offering throughout the service, which is a part of worship. We greatly appreciate that. And most of all, God appreciates that. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you had the opportunity to already do so,
2: let's stretch forth our hands and pray over the offering. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for these, your gifts this morning, Lord God, that was given. Unto you, Lord God, we ask that you would bless those that had to give and those that didn't have to give that they may be able to give upon the next appointed time. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Pour your oil on me, let it fall down on me. I want your glory, want your glory. consuming fire. I want your glory. I want your glory. Pour your oil on me.
2: Let it fall down on me.
0: From the top of my head to my feet. Pour your oil on me. Let it Glory, want your glory, I want your glory, I want your glory, pour your oil, pour your oil on me, let it fall, let it fall down on me from the top from the top, from the top of my head me. to my feet, pour your, pour your
3: oil on me, let it fall down.
0: your glory, watch your glory. Rain, Jesus, rain, let your anointing fall on your anointing fall on me. We need you to rain. rain. We need you to rain.
3: Rain. Rain, rain. rain. Jesus, rain. Let your anointing fall
0: on me. Rain. Rain.
3: fall on me. We need you to rain. Rain. We need you to rain. Rain. Say rain. Rain, Jesus, rain. Let your anointing fall on me. We need you to rain. Rain. We need you to rain. 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 Jesus, rain. Let your anointing fall on me. We need you to rain.
0: You to fall on me. We need you. We need you, Jesus. Say, we need you. We need you to fall on me. We need you. We need you to fall. We need you, Jesus. We need you. We need you to fall. We need you to fall on me. We need you need you, Jesus. We need you, We need you.
3: We need you.
0: We need you to fall We need you
3: We need you. We need you. We
0: need you, Jesus. We need you, We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you We need you. We need you. We need you, we need you, we need you for me, we need you. We need you. We need you.
3: rain, let your anointing fall on me, rain, 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 Jesus, rain, let your anointing fall on me,
0: rain. we need you everything can't do it without we need you 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 And things are going Your glory, I want your glory. 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 glory. God's in your glory. Glory! Hallelujah! 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 We need your glory to fall in this place, God. We need you, God. We need you, Jesus. Jesus! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! To Jesus, Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. Hallelujah. We need, we, need Hallelujah. Yeah, we need you. We need you. Hallelujah. Have your way in this place, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're worthy, God. Jesus. You're worthy, God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many know we need you, God? Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus, we need you, we need you to follow me, we need you, we need you, Jesus. Say I need you, I need you, say I need you to fall. I need you, you fall. Say I need you, I need you, say I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Say I need you,
2: I need
0: you. I need you to fall. I need you. I need you. Say, I need you, Jesus. I need you Jesus. Say I need you Jesus. I need you. Say, I need you, Jesus. I need you Jesus. I need you Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you Jesus. I need you Jesus. I need you do it without you Jesus. I need you to cheese, I need you to cheese, I need you to I need you to I need you to cheese, I need to cheese, I I need you to I to cheese, I need you I need you to I need you to I need you I need you to I need you to I need I need you I need you, 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 I need you I need you, Jesus I need you I need you, Jesus I need you, Jesus I need you, 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 I need you,
3: and I want you,
0: I want you, I want you. I want you, I want you,
3: I want you,
0: I want you, I want you, so I praise you, 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 cause I love you, I love you, I love you,
3: I love you,
0: I love you, I
3: love you,
0: I love you. I love you and I need you. If we never needed you before, we need you now. If we never needed you before, we need you now. God heal our member. He'll know it in his body. He needs you. He needs you. Show up and show out. Show up and show out. Show up and show out. Ray. He needs you. Ray. And we need you. Ray. We need you to. We need you. Ray. We need you. Ray. We need you. Ray. help us trust you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reign over us, God. Reign over this building. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. Hallelujah. God, your worthy God, your worthy God, your worthy God. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many need him to reign in your life? Hallelujah.
2: Because when God
0: reigns, hallelujah, there's no room for nothing or nobody else. His desires become your desires. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he reigns in your life, he becomes Hallelujah. the head of your life. Hallelujah. 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 Just give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 He's worthy. Hallelujah! He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. If he does do anything else, he's worthy right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah, 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 so rain, Jesus, rain, let your anointing fall on me, rain, 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 Jesus, rain, let your anointing fall on me, Pray, pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah Hallelujah. You're worthy God, you're worthy God. Thank you, God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah.
4: Hallelujah. 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 Such a powerful, 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 powerful powerful quest. Rain. So simple. Rain. Jesus, rain. Let your anointing fall on me. And as it falls on you, it falls on your family. It follows you everywhere you go. It follows in your prayers. Those deep requests that you ask upon the Lord that you don't want to tell anybody else. When you're by yourself, you really don't know what to say. Just know, when you put that request in and say, Lord, drain on me. Oh, yeah. And as a result, you will become an overcomer. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. An overcomer. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Step right into your season and say, I'm an overcomer. Yeah, Why? Because the blood of the lamb. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know if anybody else had a, a, a testing week, but I'm glad to say it is Sunday and I can step into the house of the Lord and say, I am a overcomer, the small, the middle or whatever, your family overcomer, such a sweet name.
3: I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb, and by the words of my testimony. Overcomer, I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. And by the words of my testimony, Overcomer, I'm an overcomer By the blood of the Lamb And by the words of my testimony, Overcomer, Lord, and I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony, it's the reason He saved me, He delivered me, He healed me, and oh, yeah, He set me free. Ever since I've been changed, my life never been the same. Yeah. On, and I can lift my hand yeah. and say, thank you for this grace." Come on, overcomer, overcomer, I'm an overcomer, I'm an overcomer, by the blood of the
0: Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb.
3: And by, the and by the words my, of my testimony, oh, overcomer. overcomer, I'm an overcomer, I'm an overcomer, by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb. And by the words, and by the words of my testimony, God, oh, people, what are you? Overcomer, yeah, you are. I'm an overcomer. I'm an the lamb by the blood of the lamb and by the word and by the word I testify overcomer coming over overcomer by the blood of the lamb by the blood of the lamb and by the word and by the word testimony. testimony 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 come on come on Testimony, He saved me. I have a testimony. He rescued me. Testimony, He delivered me. That's the word of hey. my testimony. Testimony, testimony. He saved me. I got a testimony. He delivered me. Testimony. Word by the words of, of my testimony. 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 Oh, testimony. I got a testimony. How many people got a testimony? Come on.
0: Testimony. My. That's the word. Who are you? And I testimony.
3: testimony, Given yeah, by the blood of the testimony. Step into our lives by the word by of my testimony. overcome What are you? I'm an overcomer. By the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, and by the word, by the word of my testimony. Overcomer. overcomer overcomer by the blood of the land by the blood of the lamb and by the way by the word the morning testimony. Overcomer. conqueror. I'm a winner. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have dominion. I walk in authority. I've been washed by the blood kept in his blood. Filled with his spirit and by his strife. I'm healed. I'm free. Jesus, Lord, you gave me victory more than a conqueror I'm a winner the joy of the Lord is mine. I, have dominion. I walk in authority. I've been washed in his blood. I'm kept in his love and filled with his spirit. And by his strife, I know I'm free. I have dominion. Oh, I walk in authority because I'm an overcomer. overcomer. I'm an overcomer.
0: Overcomer.
3: Overcomer. Overcomer. More than a
0: conqueror, I'm a winner. The glory of the Lord is my strength. I have dominion and I walk in authority. Because why? I've been washed In the blood, I'm kept by his love. By his, spirit and by his stripes, I'm healed, I'm healed, and I'm free. Hey, young Jesus gave me victory, overcomer, more than a conqueror. I'm a winner, the joy of the Lord
3: is my. I have dominion, I have I have dominion. dominion. Yeah. And I walk
0: in authority I've been, watched by I've been washed by, blood. Blood. Yeah. Yeah. by his blood yes. I'm kept by his blood I'm kept by his spirit By his stripes I'm healed, I'm healed. And I'm free. I'm free Yes, Jesus, take me to overcome. Overcome conqueror yeah. I'm a winner the joy of the Lord is my strength I have dominion yeah. and I walk in authority I've been washed by, I've been washed by his love world. I'm kept and by his love his spirit. Healed by his spirit. By his and by his stripes I'm healed I'm free and I'm free and yes Yes, Jesus came in a victory. Overcomer, more yeah. than a conqueror, I'm a winner. Yeah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have dominion yeah. and I walk in authority. I've been, by I've been washed by
3: his kept blood, his
0: love. kept in his blood, Deal with and his by, his stripes, and by his strife. by his strife I'm, I'm healed. healed. And I'm free. Yeah. Yes, Jesus gave overcoming, me the victory.
3: overcomer. You overcome overcomer. Yeah, I mean, I'm an
0: overcome overcome by the blood of the Lamb, By the blood of the Lamb.
3: By the word, and by the word yeah. of my test overcomer, yeah. overcomer. overcomer, I'm an overcomer, overcomer, by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word, and by the word yeah. of my test, the morning overcomer. overcomer. Overcome over. by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, and by the word, by the word, testimony, 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 he saved me, I got a testimony, he delivered me, testimony the a word, word my test testimony, the morning he saved me I, I gotta test the morning he delivered me test the morning he heal me testimony. by the word yes. of my test the morning test the morning save me I gotta test the morning Testimony. He delivered me. I That's the a word, word yeah. of my testimony. 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 He saved me. Testimony. testimony. He delivered me. Oh, testimony. He healed me. That's, That's the word, word of my I testimony. Testimony. Testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, testimony, oh yeah, that's the word of my testimony, testimony, Testimony.
0: I got a testimony. testimony, testimony,
4: I can tell you this week here,
0: by the word.
4: told by the Lord to kind of give you this. I was studying for this song and I really didn't know and I was mad that I missed on Friday, but at my son's birthday and everything, but I prayed and I said, Lord, allow me to minister to whoever needs it because I know I need it this week. And as you're walking in, I Every time you get tested on a harder and harder and harder and harder and harder every week, every time. It's just preparing you for the next season that you're about to get prepared for. That was the release of what the Lord told me. So with every song, every single thing that we're doing is for you to scream out and tell people you are an overcomer for the people who may not believe, for the people who are really on that borderline of believing and kind of really don't know what to believe. People hear different stories about you and they're confused and they really don't know what it is. But you can say, hey, I'm an overcomer. Yes. By the blood of the lamb. And you say, who is that? It's Jesus. A lot of the things that I have in my mind most of the time, sometimes I'm afraid to say them because I don't really know how people would react to them. But I have to go ahead and apologize to the Lord now because I'm an overcomer.
0: Amen. Amen.
4: And I don't have a spirit of fear. That's right. That's right. They should accept me, or if they don't, God bless you. And that is my message for y'all, that you are an overcomer, no matter at work, 7-Eleven, no matter where you are. Yeah, that's right. Try to find somebody to pray for, try to find somebody that are really hurting, so they can walk through their season and become an overcomer, just as Jesus did for y'all. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Amen.
3: change my life never been the same yeah and i can lift my hand and thank you for the grace i'm an overcomer i'm an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony 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 oh testimony by the words of my testimony overcomer overcomer i'm an overcomer overcomer By the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, and by the word, by the word of my testimony, overcomer, overcomer, I'm an overcomer, overcomer. By the blood of the lamb, by the blood blood of the lamb. And by the word, and by the word, about your testimony. My testimony. testimony, testimony, testimony. He saved me, testimony. He delivered me, testimony. testimony. Oh, he healed me. That's the word yeah. of my testimony. Testimony. testimony, testimony. He saved me, all. testimony. testimony. He you were overcomer, overcomer. I'm an overcomer, I'm an overcomer. By the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb. and by the word, by the word
4: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
5: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
4: How many people think about their testimony?
5: Yes, oh God, oh God!
4: Thank you, Jesus. Thank How many people Jesus. say that, Lord, you saved me? Yeah, yeah. How many people say, Lord, you healed me? Through every circumstance.
5: I have a testimony. Hallelujah. Amen amen, Hallelujah.
4: Amen, amen. amen. Amen.
5: I got that shot on Friday, the booster shot. You know the first two, you know, the first one made me sick. The second one I was okay. This third one, it's kind of thrown me for a loop. Yesterday, I didn't feel well at all, and I'm listening to the songs and trying to get them, you know, in my spirit and get these words right. And I just, the more the day went on, the worse I felt. This morning, I got up. I'm walking sideways. My arm is swollen. My lymph nodes are swollen. My whole arm is swollen. But I said, Lord, I'm an overcomer. I have no choice but to be healed. So this sickness is going on in my body right now. I'm gonna overcome it. I believe that. I believe that I prepared myself to come to church today. I said, Satan, you you can't have my praise. I'm gonna press my way and go on anyway because I know if I could just get in them church doors, hallelujah, hallelujah. God's gonna heal me. It's already done. I couldn't even lift up my arm like this yesterday. But you see, I can touch the ceiling today. And I thank God. I thank God for the press. Because if I would have stayed home, ain't no telling what would have went on. All the doubt in my mind. Oh God, what's going to happen? No. No, no, no. I am an overcomer. Amen. And by his stripes, I am him. Amen.
1: It's the podium. Hallelujah. 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 How many is ready for the word of God? How many is ready for the word of God? Because when all else fails, it's going to be the word of God that stands and lasts forever. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and bless the Lord for our pastor, the angel of this house, Bishop Roy J. Lysak.
2: We give him a hearty amen. Hallelujah. of you who can be seated, hallelujah, thank you praise team, and my band, I have a a band, hallelujah, those of you uh, that know me know that this has been a rough week for our family, and I've often said that I am an open book and I know sometimes we look at our pastors as if they're superhuman or if they have, as if they have some super uh, red phone, bat phone connection to God that nobody else has and I just want you to know that I deal with doubts and fears and emotions like everybody else. Hallelujah. During the week I wondered how in the world I would stand here today and give a word I'm supposed to encourage and speak life and teach and fight devils and demons and go to war while at the same time My heart is broke over my son. So I asked God, what in the world is it that I could say that would be a blessing to your people and at the same time be a blessing to me? The Lord took me to Isaiah, the 52nd chapter, and the sixth verse. Isaiah 52 and 6. And it says, Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he that doth speak. Behold, it is I. Over the last few weeks, we had kind of shifted in... Uh, our sermons and begin talking about. You maybe see they've been to, been talking about worshiping. And worship can be confusing. Can be a confusing thing. Sometimes we think that we are worshiping when we are really only praising. And one of the things which helps us to know when we are truly in a place of worship is when we begin to understand the object of our worship. I kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Because when you understand the object, you are connecting yourself intimately to the very thing that you are worshiping. Well. And to have any intimate connection with the object of your worship, you have to know its name. Amen. You see, names are important. The names of cities often identify the historical significance of the very city itself. For instance, the name Philadelphia means the city of brotherly love. Jerusalem means the city of peace. The current event in these cities may not always reflect the very meaning of their names, but nonetheless, the names themselves are still significant when you look into the past and when you look into the future of these cities. Likewise, the names of people or things can offer some insight into their identity. One of the very first things a conquering army will try to do in stealing your identity is renaming you. When a woman gets married, she should change her surname to match the surname of her husband. Because what she's actually doing is agreeing to align herself in the very essence of her identity with the man that she says she loves and wants to be one with. I have to be honest, I get really frustrated with today's society and culture and this idea that... um, to be a woman, to be a uh, a powerful or intelligent or um, a woman who can stand on her feet, which I have no issue with, they somehow have adopted the idea to do this. They cannot allow their name to change. And even when they get married, they want to keep their former name or... They want to keep their former identity and connect it in a hybrid type of way with a co-joining of last names where their maiden name is combined with their married name. Or in some cases, they don't take their husband's last name at all. And I've even seen it now where the husbands have taken the last name of the wife. In fact, in truth, it's the same as saying, I don't want to be identified in my husband, but I want to be identified in me only. It is me-centered rather than God-centered. And this is not how God established marriage to be. Now, While we, in our culture, have allowed our system of laws to govern marriage in what we can and cannot do, In essence and in truth, none of us has the right to change marriage. Marriage was instituted and created by God. Therefore, God and God alone is the only one that has the right to change its identity or its principles. It's from a man's very body that women were created. And it is the call of God that men and women might come together and become one flesh. There's a woman by the name of Jessie Mott. She was very um, a, a great blessing in our life, my wife and I, um, in securing our home. And she had to have a uh, it was either liver or kidney transplant and they were looking and looking for a donor and they couldn't find one so her husband went and got tested and wouldn't you know it her husband was a match and it immediately opened my mind and I heard the Lord say he gave her his rib, which connected them because she was out of him. So there was nothing that he could not give her. All right. All right. And that's why she was able to take the kidney or the liver, whatever, whatever part it was, um, and bring it into her body and it not be rejected because it was already, in essence, part of her because she was part of him. Uh But let's move on. A child, when they're adopted, assumes a new identity by taking on the name of their new parents. Today, parents choose baby names. We have one in our own midst who chose uh, a baby's name that is on its way to coming to fruition. We're thankful to the Lord for that. And those names that were chosen were not just pulled at random, but they have actual meaning behind them. Today, though, parents often choose babies' names because of their sound rather than their meaning. And oftentimes, because most of the time we don't like the name, we pick up or institute a nickname that better reflects the character of the child or the person or whomever it is we're dealing with. I remember that my father had a nickname. They called him Fatso. They called him that because, you know, when he was younger, he was chubby. He was a little bit on the hefty side. He was not like the slender and fit man that we all came to know and love and sit under. Nicknames often reflect more about people than their given names in today's society. Nonetheless, names are so important that parents will avoid attaching some names to their children. For example, you don't see names uh, like Hitler, you don't see names like Benedict Arnold. Because those names represent something so negative in our culture that no one wants to be be associated with it or associate an innocent child with it. Because names do matter. In fact, they matter so much that we will often feel dishonored or disrespected if someone calls us by something other than our name. And in some cases simply mispronounces our name, and we are quick to correct them with the correct pronunciation. While names matter, it must also be said that a person can have a name and not have the quality that's attached to it. Throughout the past decade, some parents have named their sons after their favorite athletes, like Michael Jordan or um, Tiger Woods, hoping that somehow... Because I've named them this, they'll tap into the greatness of these uh, men's um, sports prowess. But it never really comes to fruition. Because having a person's name does not transfer anything of value. Uh A child may be or bear a famous person's name, but that doesn't mean that that child is going to exhibit the same qualities of the name for which was given them. A boy named Michael Jordan may be clumsy and uncoordinated. The name alone contains no special power. Nomenclature does not equal substance. Yet when the name is connected to the quality it represents the result can be powerful. We shouldn't be surprised that from Genesis to Revelation, the Bible demonstrates the power of a name. And much of that has to do specifically with the names of God. When I talk to God about today, when I talked to God and cried out to God, God reminded me of his names. When I opened my mouth and shared with him my trauma, he shared with me his name. Well, uh-huh. All right. Come on. You see, God reveals many of his names to us so that we can gain multiple perspectives, not just on who he is, but on what we may be dealing with. You see, one name by itself can't fully represent the majesty or the power of God. One name alone cannot fully tell us all that it is we need to know about this person that we refer to as God. Remember how I have told you that he is reflected in his creation, but he is so much more that he struggles to get us to fully understand who he is. But I'm convinced that God longs for us to know him in a more full and intimate way. It's his desire for our knowledge of him to grow continually. He desires to be known for all of who he truly is. When we truly know him, when we understand and experience the depth of his goodness and his power, our hearts can truly then be opened to worship the object of our affection. Uh-huh. Amen. Knowing the names of God is critical to our comprehension and application of strength and victory that will only come through his multidimensional nature. You see, God wants us to come face to face with his significance and his substance. But to do this requires knowing his name. When I cried to God this week, he responded with his name. When I told him what the doctors told me, he responded with his name. When I shared my fear, he responded with his name. Uh Because for me to understand success, I had to be reminded of his name. In fact, throughout the Bible, when God revealed a new aspect of his character to his people, he often would do this In the revelation of a new name. God has a name that meets the needs of any and every situation that we may face in life. It doesn't matter what our present situation may be. God has a name that fits it. God has a name that describes his ability to overcome every crisis. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. When I think back in scripture, God asked Moses to lead Israel out of a difficult and challenging situation. And he empowered Moses through the revelation Of his name. You see, Moses understood that he couldn't go back to Israel in the authority of his own name. As a matter of fact, Exodus 3 and 13 tells the story like this Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they may say to me, Well, what is his name? What shall I say to them? You see, Moses needed to know God's name. He knew God's power. He understood God's authority were attached to his name. And it was at this point that God unveiled one of the greatest names that will ever be mentioned in Scripture. God declared to Moses in Exodus 3 and 14... I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God, the great I am, showed up in Egypt to bring freedom to captives and overpower enemies who sought to keep God's people from their destiny. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, because of, of am, because of I am, I can. I can. Well, come on now. Because of I am, yeah. I can. Yeah. You see, it's my prayer that by the time I'm done with this sermon today, that you will come to know God in ways you haven't previously known or even begun to imagine. Yeah. My hope isn't merely that you will learn some liturgy of some of his names, but rather that you will truly grasp the nature that exists behind each name, the very substance that defines the siloquy of his name. Uh-huh. When you identify and understand which name reflects and relates to your particular situation you will then be able to connect with the power of God to deliver you in the very crisis you're in. And because of that, you will realize or live out loud his amazing grace. And as a result, you will level up in your worship. There's a popular singer it sings a secular song, Level Up. The church has been talking about leveling up forever. Moving higher and higher in the Lord. Well, when you begin to understand the name of God, you can't help but to move higher and higher and level up in your worship. You see, God's name is like a key that unlocks the treasure that God has in store for you. In the word of God, it tells us the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and it's safe. You see, his name alone is a fortified place yes. a place that offers freedom and security and peace the psalmist said that he has sent redemption to his people he has ordained his covenant forever holy and awesome is his name you see God is so awesome that he has a name for whatever it is you're facing yes, sir. his name communicates specific attributes or characteristics of God that can strengthen and empower you in your chaos and in your crisis. When you discover the name of God that applies to your situation, you will fully uncover the power, potency, privilege, and productivity that comes with the knowledge of his name. You see, it is the name of the Lord that the enemy fears. Because of the name of the Lord, every knee. You see, what knees bowing represents is every power, every authority, every theology, every smart, wise thing has to give way To God. Psalm 8 begins with a well known and often quoted phrase, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You see, the names of God convey his intrinsic majesty and unmatched glory. You see, his name is nothing short of pure majesty and discovering and experiencing the manifestation of his names in your own life will only usher you directly into the presence of a majestic God when David pens how majestic is your name he doesn't merely say God I know your name but he says your name is excellent That's what majestic means, full of splendor and magnificence. He follows this up with, you have displayed your splendor above the heavens. You see, in Psalm 8, David responded to God's creation by saying, when I consider your heavens, The work of your fingers, the moon, and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. Essentially, when David looked up, he was in awe by the very creation that represented a God for which could not be understood. When he recognized the majesty of God's name, he forgot about his own splendor. But what strikes me most about this particular verse is that David chose to use the words, the work of thy fingers. You see, the use of human anatomy is displayed to describe God. It's called an anthro Morphism. You see, David ascribes a human attribute to God so that we can better understand God. And since God is an invisible spirit, He sometimes inspired men writing the Bible to describe him in human terms so that we would have a better picture of who he is. And in this case, David wrote that he needed only his fingers to do the amazing work of the universe. When you or I pick up something we typically use the full grip and power of our hands. We take our fingers and our palm and our opposing thumb and we grab or grip the very thing that we're trying to pick up. To tell you that I picked something up with my fingers is to tell you that I didn't need to use even the entirety of my hand. So when David tells us that God created the beauty that is uh, around us with his fingers, he is emphasizing that God didn't need his hands, his arms, his shoulders, or any of that. It was finger painting to God. Well, all right. And God's finger painting is more glorious than the oil on a canvas. Back in 2011, my wife and I were blessed and able to go to Hawaii to celebrate our honeymoon. That was 20 years after we got married, but we got there. And God gave each of us a glimpse into his creation. You've heard me say this to you before that even as we realized that the beauty that we were seeing makes up such a small portion of the earth and the universe, yet this small glimpse alone was almost too much for our eyes to take in. There was simply no denying God's handiwork as he opened up the skies so that we could behold all of the pristine and exquisite beauty from the top of the mountain called Haleakala. As we stood before the rising of the sun, it seemed as if the sun rose from beneath our feet, as if we were elevated above the heavens. This view left us speechless and unable to describe it without adding, you have to see it for yourself to get an understanding. After all, what do you say in the face of such majesty? His grandeur ushers in thoughts like David's, what is man that you take time to think of him and the son of man that you care for him? It brings uh, to mind words like Job, behold, I am insignificant. What can I reply to you? I lay my hand on my mouth. In the New Testament, Jesus tells us that God often discloses his awesomeness, his excellence, and his splendor to those who have childlike hearts. So while we're all running around trying to be grown, God is looking for someone who's just open to receive the love that he has. And all children really want is to be loved. They are the ones that are given eyes to see his majesty. They are the ones who place their hands over their mouths as their hearts utter profoundly, wow. Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Psalm 8, we often, we also read from the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established strength. You see, infants and babes represent people who recognize their dependence on God. You see, too often we are dependent, but we are dependent upon the wrong Things. I know that you want to be independent, but dependency is part of your nature. It is an undeniable part of your makeup. You see, this was purposed in us, it is crafted in our creation. There are those who are not so impressed by their own wit, wisdom, and wile that they can't see the wonder of God himself. And if you believe that you have it all together, or if you think highly of your success or human achievement, then by the time I finish this sermon, You may be able to pronounce the names of God, but you're not likely to experience the power of his name at work in your life. You see, the majesty of God is reserved for those who know enough to know that they don't know much of anything at all. They know enough to know that they don't know much of anything at all. You see, to know God's name is to experience his nature and to have a level of intimacy that is reserved for those who humbly depend upon him. God will not share his glory with another. We must humble ourselves if we really want to know who he is. We must realize our insignificance before we can recognize the significance that comes only through him. We are to hallow his name and his name alone. You can't know his name until you forget your name. Because of I am, I can. You see, without I am, there is nothing that I can do. The Bible declares, hallowed be thy name. In fact, the Lord's prayer begins, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your name. This term hallowed and the word holy comes from the same root word which means apart or sanctified. You see, God's name is hallowed. In other words, we're not to mix up God's name with anyone else's name, we're not to lump God in with everything and everybody else. Nor are we even to just toss his name out lightly. The names of God are hallowed. They are to be honored and respected and treated with great reverence. Reverence that they deserve. President Obama commanded reverence. And if he was to walk into many places right now, they still refer to him as Mr. President. You wouldn't address him by saying Obama. You would address him by the position Mr. President, even though he's not the current president. Because his position demands a certain level of recognition. You see, you wouldn't say, hey, dude, what's up? Or you wouldn't say like Noah said to me just a couple days ago, bruh. (laughs) Bruh. Then he said, dude. (laughs) And then he said, pops. You see, part of his condition is the frontal lobe, which controls inhibition, is damaged. So he's liable to say anything right now. The problem is, is that there are too many people in the body of Christ, and I'm not even talking about people in the world, but there are people in the body of Christ that have made God so common that in fact what they're demonstrating is spiritual damage to their frontal lobe. You see, God's names are to be treated with more respect than we would show to anyone. We are to hallow not only the verbalization of his name, but also the characteristics that they convey. Because the name of the Lord carries weight. He is the one and only true God who operates from heaven And we must treat him accordingly in order to fully actualize and experience the power that he longs to provide to us. The opposite of this is found in the Ten Commandments when you read in Exodus 20 and 7. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. You see, taking God's name in vain is the opposite of hallowing his name. The word vain means empty or without meaning. It describes something as having no substance or even having a detriment. It has to do with using God's name in a manner, not Uh, consistent with the personhood that embodies the substance of his name. It involves stripping away the value that is connected to his name. Uh Unfortunately, today, many people strip God's name of its very meaning. They joke about the name of God. They may even forge the name of God. And a forgery is an unauthorized use of a name. It's appealing for the benefits and provision that come with a name without the permission or authority to utilize that name. People today will often invoke God's name without having relationship with him. And they fail to give him the honor that is due him all the while expecting to receive the blessings that come through him. We will sometimes use God's name at the beginning of an event in what we call an invocation. And then we will use it again at the end of an event in what we call a benediction. Believe him out of the program that sits in between the invocation and the benediction. When God is not understood or valued and appreciated for who he truly is, using his name is like identity theft. Yet God is fully aware of who he is and his own personal dignity. He lacks nothing in the area of self-esteem and he's not confused about his identity. When God isn't treated as he rightfully should be treated, he doesn't take that lightly. He will not conform to your interpretation of him or manifest his presence in a situation where his worth is lessened or his character is cheapened. You see, God is anything but cheap. And he demands that we recognize the value of who he truly is. He is the one and only the great I am. And all honor is due him. You see, through the revelation of his names to us, God tells us who he is. Not who we think he is or who we want him to be. He is the great I am. Who I am, not the great. I am who you want me to be. You see, too many people attempt to conform God to their own desires, yet God will not be defined by anyone outside of himself. And If you want to uncover or unleash the true power of God in your life, you must get to know his name as he reveals them to you. You must experience him in the purity of his presence. Have you ever heard anyone try to define you? This is the person who tries to tell you who you are without truly getting to know who you are before they open their mouth. You see, many people attempt to do this very thing with God. They use his name, yet their use is so inconsistent with his nature that it equates to using his name in vain. And that's why if you place your hand on the Bible in a court of law and swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God, And you tell a lie. You perjure yourself. Uh Because what you've done is inconsistent with the character or the name of God. You have used his name in vain. Let me give you a good biblical illustration of using God's name in vain. Consider the serpent in the Garden of Eden. He asked Eve. Has God said? Has God said? You see, the devil didn't have any problem bringing up God's name. In fact, he knew he wouldn't get very far with Adam. He wouldn't get very far with Eve if he left God's name out of the discussion altogether. But he used God's name in vain because he used it falsely. From Genesis 2, 4 through Genesis 3, 1, God is referred to as the Lord God or Yehovah Elohim. I'm going to show you later. I, I may not get to it today, but I'm going to show you that Elohim references God's creative power, and Jehovah references God's relational authority to mankind. Satan omitted the name that referred to God's authority over humanity and just used the term God. And this is because he aimed to use God's name for his purpose and not God's purpose. Now, people do this all the time when they wish to piggyback on celebrities' fame for their own selfish purpose. For example, most of us have uh, read the, the, the pithy quote, be the change you want to see in the world. Right. Amen. Be the change you want to see in the world. And they'll quickly attribute the words to Gandhi. After all, Gandhi sought to bring about transformation in society, and he often did so at great personal cost. It would make sense that he would have said something so classic and quick that it could easily fit on a bumper sticker or on your coffee mug. However, when you research, you find Gandhi never said such a thing. As a matter of fact, this is the closest that Gandhi ever came. Gandhi said, if we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. We need not wait to see what others do. So if you study Gandhi's philosophy for the change necessary in the world, you will repeatedly come across his thoughts that that an unjust society could only be changed by the efforts or groups of people working in tandem to usher in the transformation that they seek. Rarely did he suggest that one person could produce much of anything on his own. It's also popular to believe a saying that's attributed to Nelson Mandela. And that phrase is, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, Talented, fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. As we are liberated from our own fear and and presence, automatically liberates others. After a little bit of research, I found that this quote is from a self-help guru Marianne Williamson. Besides, it's a little difficult to believe that someone released from 27 years in prison would be talking so boldly about the value of being gorgeous, talented, and fabulous. The quote just doesn't make sense when one studies the life of the humbly tenacious Mandela who accomplished so much through his resolve and even his submission. People will often do the same with God and the Bible. They will attribute various sayings to scripture, such as God helps those who helps themselves. Some of you may have heard as youngsters, your parents tell you that cleanliness is next to godliness. Taking God's name in vain goes much further than a sailor swearing or a teenager saying, oh, my God, every few moments. You see, to take God's name in vain is to apply a revisionist history to the definition of who God is. It is to define God by our wishes and desires rather than to know God by how God defines himself. I don't want God to be what I want God to be. I want to know God for who God is. Yes, sir. You see, we want a God that we can easily understand. A God that we can neatly display on a bumper sticker or a coffee mug. But God will not be confined to our little genie bottles that you rub three times and make a wish. His name reflects his power, and his power is accessed only by knowing who he truly is, not by affirming who we want him to be. To know God's name is to know his power, but you only get his power when you know the great I am, who I am, and Because of I am, Uh I can. You see, a lot of people use God's name today in the same way the devil did in the garden. And if we don't attach his name to his character, we will only perpetuate the chaos that the devil ushered when he made his first attack on humanity. Like Satan, we will simply be trying to redefine God by misusing his name. Let me close with this today. There's so much that God began to show me as I cried out to him. There's so much he opened my heart and mind to see I left time and God poured into me He intimately connected with me in a manner in which I had never experienced before. And he poured into my spirit his name and everything that it meant. You see, God wants to be more than just a subject in your theology book. He wants to be real to you right now. And to accomplish this, sometimes he allows you to get into what seems like a hopeless situation. You see, this is what he did with Martha and Mary when their brother Lazarus died. You see, he allows sometimes the things you love to die so that you can experience a resurrection. He does this because he knows that when you see him for who he really is, when you discover the character that's embedded in his name, you will never view life the same again. When you begin to open your heart and see the world through the lens that is God, As I cried to God, looking at my son lay in a hospital bed with his brain, his skull removed, his brain opened, I began to see, not through the perspective of God being a healer, but through the frailty Of man's failed ingenuity. I struggled with whether my son would ever function again. But God told me his name, and where my vision got blurry, and I began to see things out of perspective, out of alignment. God
6: realigned my sight by declaring His name. He
2: wants me to see life through His name. And with this understanding of who God is based upon His name, I can view all of life differently even ordinary daily experiences God wants you to view them through spiritual eyes and not your physical eyes because your physical eyes will deceive you your physical eyes are limited in what they are able to see As a matter of fact, there are animals in the animal kingdom that see better than we do. They can see faster than we do. They have a greater spectrum to see than we can. Many people rarely experience resurrections in their hopeless situations because they're too earthbound, seeking to to find God Falsely by who they want him to be. You see, the enemy said, Why could not God spare your son?
6: The enemy said, Didn't his word say that he would charge his angels
2: to take you up? lest you dash your foot against a stone you see the enemy was trying to tie me to a physical definition definition or a physical expectation of who God is and if I do that I wind up missing the true spiritual revelation of who he is Amen. You see, many people don't overcome their issues in their lives because they simply don't know the power of the name of God in the midst of their crisis. They may try to use the name of God all the time, but they don't know God's name as God defines himself. And I want to assure you that regardless of what you're facing today, and I say this as I'm facing one of the most traumatic events in the existence of my life, that God is a God of hope. That's right. God will provide a way for you to experience victory in your life and in every crisis that you face. But your hope and victory that you experience can only be rooted in the truth of who God is. Amen. When you fix your eyes on God's character and believe with all your heart that what God has said about himself and what he has said about you are are not just going to come to pass, but in truth have already happened. He can bring you out of even the darkest of scenarios. Unfortunately, too many people come short of knowing the fullness of Of God, and they miss out on his hope because they simply fail to know him, to reverence him. They fail to take him at his word. Uh David said in Psalm 86 and 11, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. You see, fearing God's name empowers us to walk in his way and in his truth. Fearing his name is the key to living the abundant life and fulfilling our destiny. When we fear God's name, honoring him with our lives, we can ask whatever we wish, and it will be given to us. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask the Father for anything in my name, yes. he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked for nothing in my name. Amen. Ask, and you will receive. So that your joy yes, may be made full. It's John 16, 23 through 24. Check the text. God's name and subsequently Jesus Christ's name bring protection and provision. But the key to accessing that protection and provision is to know his character and esteem the substance behind the name. You better, it's better that you know a person more. Effectively, so you can use this person's name in your life. If you don't know the person very well, people quickly discern that you're just name dropping when you speak of that person. And the same is true with God. If he recognizes that you know little of his character and don't align your life and your thought and your sight and your choices under his overreaching and overarching rule, you can toss out his name all you want. But you're just simply name dropping. See, to to fear and to reverence God's name is to fear and reverence God. It's to take him seriously. Seriously. David says this in Psalm 29, 1 through 2, Ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. The better you understand God's names, the more you will worship him. The better you see and experience God's manifestations of his names in your life, the more you will ascribe glory to him. If you know me at all, you won't be surprised if I tell you I love playing golf. If you watch golf, you have seen that when golfers make a hole in one, they lift up their arms like a bird's wings taking off for flight. That signals to the fans and other golfers, give it up. In other words, the player is saying, did you see what I just did? Give me the praise that I'm due. The golf course will erupt with cheers as the spectators and fellow golfers will acknowledge the greatness of your shot. But you know that when I get my hole in one, We won't have time to celebrate here in the earth. You see, over and over in Scripture, God shows up in people's lives in miraculous ways, ushering them into victories, making the impossible shot, getting up and down from the bunkers and the sand traps, sinking the long 70-foot putt, 75 foot putt chipping in from the fringe and all these amazing things that you see and if you will watch closely as God reveals the various aspects of his own character through the manifestation of his name you will give it up to him you will fear reverence and worship him because you will have experienced the greatness of and the power of the one and only true God amen pay attention to who he is, you will give it up. You will give him the praise, the glory, and the honor that's due his name. Did God wake you up this morning? Has he supplied your needs? Has he put food on your table? Has he kept you safe? Has he healed your body? Are you clothed and covered in your right mind? And even if you, like Job and other biblical characters who suffered, experienced trial and tribulation and crisis, has he offered you the fullness of his presence and his peace when you have humbled yourself before him? You see, for all of these things and more, we are to honor and fear his great name. We honor, know, and experience his name. We find the power to not only face life circumstances, but also to rise above them in the abundance of the mercies and the grace of God, which is sufficient for us. Because we talk about the names of God, you ought to be prepared to give it up. You ought to be prepared to discover God in ways you've never imagined and to get to know and experience him through his powerful and majestic name. I had hoped that I would even be able to get to a name, but God said build the, 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 the road lay the foundation so that when they come and they hear, when they tune in and they hear, they'll be able to begin to apply who I am to what they need. So next week, we will talk about some of the names of God that you ought to know. And we will start with Elohim, Jehovah, and Adonai. Because these are the three foundational names of God that will change your very existence. Elohim, Jehovah, and Adonai. You want to be here. You want to hear this. You want to tune in. You don't want to miss this. Because if you get to know who God is through his name, Uh when crisis hits, you won't have to fumble about trying to figure out how to pray, trying to know all the eloquency of speech. You'll just be able to look to the hills from which cometh your help and declare the name of the Lord over your crisis and watch the power and the majesty and the glory of God begin to manifest in your life and change your crisis into victory.
6: We thank you for opening up to us knowledge of who you are, that we might intimately connect with you, that your glory might be magnified in us, fill us to an overflow. Tell us, Father, till we want no more. Feed us with the bread of heaven. We want to know you better. Father, now, meet each of us at the point of our need. For your name declare. You are our portion. So we thank you. Every need met. You are the God that healeth thee. We stand upon your name. We stand upon your name. In great expectation of expeditious healing in the bodies of those that suffer. We thank you right now, Father, for testimonies, for the miracles that are working even now,
2: for the miracle of Michael Davis, who should be dead right now and the young lady that was with him. But because of the power of who you are,
6: he is yet alive. We thank you, Father.
2: We thank you, Father, for how you're amazing the doctors. Every doctor that comes in to talk to you and to see my son amazed at his progress, constantly changing their prognosis. I thank you in the name of Jesus for complete restoration. Because your name declares you are the God that healeth thee. Your name declares it. It is your character, you who gave life. Father,
6: I thank you. I thank you now by faith.
2: As neurology is called, they will begin to examine little BriBri
6: to try to figure out what's going on. Father,
2: in the name of Jesus, because of your name, I bind this condition in her body in the name of Jesus. Loose now. I come against the seizure. I come against what's causing it in the name of Jesus and i speak life, freedom, that when the neurologists go to look, they are unable to find anything because healing has already been won. Hallelujah. That the family wonder when they no longer see breathe flailing about in a seizure. Could it be? Could it be that God heard the cries of his people and fulfilled his promise?
6: I dare say
2: Because the promises of God are yes and amen. Even the newness of life that is being formed in the womb. Father, we speak to it. Grow.
6: Grow in the manner that God designed you.
2: We speak life into you right now, Landon. We call on God's holy anointing to saturate you. That his glory be revealed in you
6: as you are coming to life. That you will be a mighty man of valor.
2: Anointed of God set apart and sanctified for his glory. We stay the hand of the enemy in the name of Jesus and rebuke every strategy, every scheme, every device. We speak to the body, to the womb that carries this anointed vessel. Be well and prosper, even as your soul prospers in the Lord. Health and regeneration, strength and vitality in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We command every ill effect of what man calls a booster in the body of everyone that is received. That every ill every discomfort, every feeling of sickness be gone in the name of Jesus. That soreness be gone in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We stand upon the authority of our God, Yehovah, of our Savior, Jesus. Now, Father, take us into the remainder of this week. Use us speak to us commune with us break not your fellowship with us but help us to know you better and I say thank you for every victory won this week I give you glory for it now I celebrate you in advance for every victory that's won this week for every door that's opened, every life that is spared, for all healing and deliverance and freedom and liberty and promotion and abundance supply, I thank you in advance. In the name of Jesus, and the people of God say, Amen. it is so, Amen. Consider yourself dismissed. Fellowship one with another. Hallelujah.